Welcome to our podcast where we share our experience as first-generation Haitian-Americans through a different perspective on our culture while creating a space. I'm Lisa Fania. And I'm Soraya. Welcome to season two, y'all. We have come to you live from the... Hurricane Dorian. Hurricane Dorian, yeah. This is, it's good to have you guys with us here. Uh, we got some of the cousins here with us. We're going to go around and introduce ourselves. Uh, hi, my name's Wade. I'm... Brand new cousin. Brand new cousin. Well, at least on the podcast. Nice. <laughs> exactly. Well, oh, no, he's been a cousin for since he was born. Yes. But Whoa. in terms of, like, you know, on the podcast, he's, he's a baby. He's yep. Hi, nice to be here. <laughs> Yo, what's going on? Um, Bo, first time pod. Yeah, brand new cousin. That's the word I was trying to do earlier. Could you probably edit that in later? Nah, that's a lot of work. (laughs) And we got a returning cousin, an all star. Vlad, Vlad, Vlad DZ over here. D me, Vlad DZ. A lot of energy in this room right now, guys. So yeah, talk faster. There's a hurricane that was supposed to hit. And, you know, God's looking out and kind of veered it away from us. But there are others out there that we need to kind of send positive vibes out for them. And and, um, there are resources out there that you can donate to. Uh, We will try to find some and put them in our description. Um, But no, that's what we're dealing with here. South Florida hurricane. Um, It's been a while. What about you, Lisa Sacrasse? Oh, good. It's been a while since we've done this, and it's been a good little break. This past month or so has been really lovely in just getting to know myself and my next plans for the last quarter of the year. Uman Wade, Sakwase. So far, so good. It's great to be here, though I wasn't expecting it. I was only up in Daytona for about a week. It was his first week as a freshman, and he came home. And then the hurricanes happened, (laughs) so I'm back. Yeah, well, it's a blessing in disguise. We get to hang out with you and enjoy your presence. We get to hang out with you and enjoy your presence, Wade. Yes, 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 okay. (laughs) We got a lot of years, that's it. Nothing, man. Hurricane, give me some extra days at home. Uh, That salary life, so I got paid regardless. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. So, uh, Thank you for those that stayed up with the power up. Appreciate that. That's a blessing. Oh, it's like I said. Nah, doing good. Got some of the days off from the hurricane. Wishing all the people that were affected with the hurricane um, well wishes. For, and just, you know, they didn't get on the grind and continue to hit those goals. Thanks, guys. Uh, I like the positive energy. It's good stuff. Um, so... This week, uh, we're going to say some memories that we have of uh, past hurricanes, past like hurricane season days off. I can really remember mines from being in school because that was, I guess, when I had the least worries. I didn't have to worry about putting shutters up. I didn't have to worry about prepping a home. I was just like, we don't get to go or have to go to school. I would find any reason to not go to school anyway, so this was perfect. Um, what about you, Lisa? Do you have a memory? So I have a memory of you, of the story that you told us about a hurricane. I think it was Hurricane Katrina. Um, <laughs> sorry. I think there was lightning that took place. Fabrice got really scared <laughs> and screamed. 
And then the door, somehow water was going through it. And you were like holding the door. All <laughs> water was going through it. <laughs> you were getting soaked. That was like one of my favorite hurricanes. Oh my god. So I might have completely just blocked all of those experiences out. So like our house didn't have like, the front door was horrible. There were like creases. It only kept people out. It didn't keep anything else out. So like the hurricane was like hitting. It was raining really hard and all of the water was just coming in. And I remember, I don't know if we were holding the door per se, but we were trying to like keep all the water out. So we had to get like towels and stuff. Um, yeah, but there was a lot of like bang. The door was like rattling. But I, I don't remember how Fabrice fat fit into that story. Because he screamed. I think he was so scared. There's a lot of then stories with them. Fabrice screamed. Yeah, scream. He was kids. like seven. Okay, that's I was like eight to twelve. Really? That's uh, such that's a difference from seven. Uh, seven and six months. Right? They were like in the third grade. And I think this was like their first hurricane season. They were in New York. It was York. in 2005, so they had to be eight. Like eight. You have really good memory. Ooh. Good for you, girl. I do remember like going afterwards, like the flooding yeah, was like we went through up the, to your yeah. porch and everything. So that was, yeah, that was crazy. crazy. Yeah. And we had to move the cars. While the, I think while the storm was happening, because it just kept flooding, kept getting worse. So we ended up having to open the door, go through the, the crazy like two feet of water, I want to say, and <laughs> move the cars up to like higher ground. It was it was an experience, and that was like the most involved I think I've been in in a hurricane. Because I, Hurricane Andrew happened. Does anyone have any memories of Hurricane Andrew? We weren't here. You guys mm-hmm. weren't here yet. No, so I was the only one here, but I don't remember. I remember sleeping out in, uh, we stayed with my aunt, and we just slept in the living room in the center of the house, and it was a huge slumber party, and I I think her car got flooded, there were alligators in the The street. The caved. Yeah, I don't know about any of that, because they kept... The basketball court (laughs) fell into the house. Yeah, that sounds like a thing. Half the house probably did get damaged, I know the car got damaged, and I just remember alligators not being in the canal in the backyard anymore. They were, like, in... The people's houses. So people have, they had like people come and move them, that which is crazy. That sounds normal for you. So Wade, what about you? What's your? Um, I have a few dating. You know, early two thousands mostly. I don't have specific dates because for the life of me, I can't match like a hurricane to its date. Me neither. Sorry. Really? Yeah. Me neither. Like, no, really. You know, I, I think Virginia was my, me graduating high school. Only reason why I know because I know like. Little Wayne started rapping about it at this time. So, it's so that's how you timeline it. Oh, damn, that's so it's cancelled on wax, huh? Can't say his name. That's right. Yeah, I remember that, but I don't I can't tell you what year that was. So I know I don't really have many crazy stories from it. Well I do, but I don't have many crazy stories from her thing. alluding to something. But, um, I know there was one point in time, one situation where the eye of the hurricane was passing over West Palm at some point, and my dad decided in his infinite wisdom to open up the door and take a look. He was like, we warned him, and he was like, no, it's okay, we should be in the eye right now. It'll be fine. He opened the door, and the first thing I see is a palm tree getting ripped in half. So... Wow. You got to see a palm tree being ripped in half? It was, um... It was a great experience. Was it really? No, it really wasn't. But I was terrified. He just was like, huh, and closed the door. 
Huh. <laughs> no, the actual calm in the middle of the storm came about 20, 30 minutes later. So he was off by about that much. Mm-hmm. The other story would be, you know, losing roof tiles. That's cool. But some one that my mom told me, apparently there were points in time where Greg, my dad and I, we were all sleeping. She would put earplugs in and let us ride out the hurricane while she walked up and down the halls to make sure nothing broke. And I never knew that until recently. Wow. That sounds like a, a Haitian mom thing that to do. That sounds like something, exactly something my mom would do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that method came from, <laughs> you know, probably us doing that. Yeah, man. They do a lot just to, like, make sure the kids are all right. Because I have no memories of some of the earlier. Well, what was this? No, I mean, basically, like, same thing. The parents did all the stuff. Um, what was it? Like, back... In early 2000s, I think Roma, like 05 or something. Yeah, like 05 that. Roma and Katrina happened the same year. Yeah. So I remember that was the one that really hit Florida hard. Because it was when it hit us out of Category 3. Yeah. So we were out of power for a little while. Um, we were playing like board games and stuff the entire time. Because we were out of power for like two and a half to three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty and sure we wanted to come to your house because your house had all of the toys and stuff. So we're like, we gotta go to Lisa's house. <laughs> but yeah, but well, we didn't have a park for a while. Yeah. Was that when you guys came to our house? Because we they brought Probably. the grill. Yeah, because you guys had power then before us. Or something. Yeah. I don't know why it was my house. Our, our area, because we're like an older area, um, for some reason the power goes, it takes forever for them to put that power back on. So I don't know if we're above or below, but it takes a while. Remember that in there? Your experience? Um, I guess mine is different because I don't really have, since I, when I moved here, I moved here at like 13, 14, so I was like a teenager right away, and both my parents are nurses, so um, whenever there was a hurricane, my procrastinating father would, would not do it yeah. before he went to work, so he would go to work, <laughs> and then like, yeah, you can just, if it happens, you can just zip zip, put it in real quick, and um, <laughs> real quick. it always meant that like my sister would hold the ladder in a storm while I... <laughs> <laughs> screwed his shutter in at the last second to the, to make sure you know the house is traumatizing so. but we got store windows now so we live 100% and you know, that's nothing, you don't even like live you know, there anymore right. so all my memories associated with her is just deciding what windows are gonna get shutters which screws need to be which screws we you don't really need you know I remember those talks. securing those securing, yeah. securing the house to add on to that story it was always like because it was just my mom and us, it was always like a group effort to get everyone's house shuttered up. And so Bo's dad, or Bo and Lisa's dad would come and help with our shutters, as well as your procrastinating father would make sure to get shutters on our house. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but your experience wasn't as pleasant. You had Vladimir at your house, that's what it is. He had a Vladimir at his house. So, so he thought was he was ready yeah. at any moment. Yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> um, I remember one funny story I'm just going to say this real quick uh, where Fabrice was around 8 or 12 as Lisa would say and we had lost power and he was just like what are we going to eat da, da, da. like he was like kind of freaking out and I was like well we're going to run out of food and I'm going to have we're just going to have to eat you we're going to have to put you on the grill and eat you because you're the biggest one and look at how much meat <laughs> I probably the worst thing to do to a child but I was like look you've grown so big and so tall we just have to eat you <laughs> and he was like oh, and just started crying I probably got in trouble for it but it was worth it 
and I now have a story to tell, and it's funny. Yeah, so that's our hurricane stories. Again, during we, a hurricane, we just want to shout out to you know the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. none of Bahamas our stories are and, yeah compared to the damage that. It's honestly, for me, being in Miami, um, like as the time that I've been in Miami, all of the hurricanes have been good. We've been well prepared, and we haven't actually hit us. Me not being on Definitely, yeah. Like all of the hurricanes just been sitting out, waiting and preparing. I can only imagine what they're going through out there because it's even some of the videos is already coming out. It's devastating. Those islands, yeah, yeah, it's rough. It's devastating. All right, you guys. And again, we'll put into our link um, some places to donate in Florida. Um, that is not the Red Cross. That is not and the Red do Cross. Not, <laughs> Double that. Big facts on that. Big facts. Big facts. Do not donate to Don't, don't edit that out. <laughs> All right. So we're going to move into the meat of the podcast. I don't even eat meat. That's weird that I called it that. Uh, the main course. So Wade is down from his first week of college and has a very enlightening story that we just kind of want to have a conversation about. I think it was... It was great timing. So, Wade, do you want to... I'd like to preface this story with um, just a little reminder. I don't harbor any real ill will towards these people. I'm just kidding. I, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I... That was, like, what happened was rather disrespectful, but, like, I, I'm actually real here. Like, you know, I don't really harbor any ill will towards them. Sure, I'm mad. I'm annoyed. But just that's don't okay. associate with... Yeah. And that's it. And, and also, it's on a site if we see them again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. All right. So tell us your your first college experience. To start the story off, I'd just like to keep it clear that I've only been there for a week. I barely know these people. But about a few days in, we we take care of our classes, things like that. We get word that a hurricane's approaching. In this case, Dorian. Damn. So. So we even got a syllabus yet, right? Syllabi. We haven't yeah. got a syllabi yet. We got a few, actually, but, okay, okay. you know, it's moving in and they, at least here, campus evacuation is mandatory. Like, you gotta leave. There's, sure, all the buildings are cat vibrated, but you gotta leave. So I'm going back and forth with my mom, like, debating on where I'm going to go. Up to Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, whatever. Uh, near the end, we'd come back, we'd come to the real conclusion that I'd be coming home to Miami. Now, there's this one person, there's this girl, right? She's all the way up in Massachusetts, and her family was all like, hey, we can't get you a ticket on time to bring you home, so you're just going to have, either have to go to the shelter or find somebody to go with. So, very out of the first kindness school. of your heart. Yes, yes out of the so. kindness of my heart. And, and I did my... adult stuff in the first <laughs> school. I hate adult stuff. <laughs> Welcome to adulting. Yep. Out of the kindness of my heart and in my infinite wisdom, I go to her and say, hey, the projection leaves a storm cur- curving up from Miami, so we shouldn't be we shouldn't be taking the brunt of it. Would you be okay with coming down? For like at least for shelter. And she was like, Alright, cool. That's so cool. there was that's one person. Now we bring in another person, a second person. This guy, he's a Miami native. I met him while I was up there. Um, honestly, at first, I was glad to meet him. Like, I, he was the only other Miami native that I knew. 305. Pretty much. 305 gang. So, you know, I went up to him and also said, hey, like, you said earlier that you didn't really have anywhere to go. I, you told me that you lived in Miami. I am willing to offer you a ride back home. And he was like, all right, bet, cool. 
Yeah, you have a good guy way about you. I ain't gonna lie, that's on point though. Like, especially when there's like people that are stranded yeah, first time away from the guys. house. Like, legit, this is the first time. They get kids still, and they're dealing with a hurricane away from home for the first time. So, I appreciate like Wade extending it, just be like, yo, bet. Like, I have these resources. Let's go ahead and share. I do have a question. Yes. Did you talk to your mom before making those decisions? It was like concurrent, like at the same time. So, I let her know about it, like, as I was flip talking, I was also letting my mom know. So it's not like I kept her in the dark or anything like that. So mm-hmm. things were wide out in the open, or at least I thought they were. Question. Yes. So you said you invited the second the Miami. Did you you offered him a ride home? Not to, not, 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 to, not to my not to my house, but a ride home because he lives like five minutes away down the street. Okay. I wish I knew that beforehand because I feel like we would have been great friends. At least even before we met up, we go down. My actual roommate. He hitches a ride with me, I drop him off in Boca Raton, and that's when things start, you know, that's when I noticed that things were kind of off, because... What do you mean by off? Can you, like, elaborate a little bit? Because off can mean a couple of things. A couple of things, yeah, that's true. There was Everybody a shooting for gas. Well. Oh! No, 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 so we dropped off my actual roommate in Boca Raton. He was on the way, so I'm like, you know what? Sure, that's that's fine. So you had four, there's four there people was, in your car. Yeah, there was four people in my car, me and three others. Did anyone else chip in for gas? Yes. He didn't. He said, "Hold on." Hold yeah, until yeah. we're still holding I on. Mean, I, I needed the answer. There was no way. There was no way I'm driving all the way down and not getting money for gas. So. I drop him off in Boca Raton, and it's still like an hour and a half back home. That's when I realized that uh, these two knew each other already. Knew each other? Like, it's been a weekend. They've been hooking up. Ah. Yeah, well, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a deal. So, so the seating arrangement was your roommate was, in the, was sitting up front with you, and the girl and the, the dude from Miami, the Massachusetts girl, and dude from Miami was sitting in the back. Yes. The that whole was, time down? No, not the whole time down. Okay. So when we left Daytona, we went down, we hit a rest stop. And that's when my roommate, who was originally sitting in the back of the girl, moved up front because he's like 6'4". So, you know, and as you know, the back of my car, you know. Right. It's a cozy car. And if you're tall, it's not fun. So he moved up front because he asked, like, hey, for the rest of the ride to Boca Raton, do you mind if I sit in the front? And, like, they're like, okay, bet. I would guess they were secretly happy about that, but mm, not my place to say. Mm-hmm. Now, All right. on the way back, it's just my passenger seat is empty. Oh, and it's just no, that's what I was asking you. If on the way down... Yeah, they sw- like halfway through, they switched spots. And when he got out of the car, the other dude did not move back up to the passenger seat, despite the fact that he's also 6'5". No way. That is rude. That is It's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world, but... No, but he's not, he's not he needs a co-pilot. Yeah, but you he know what? He was in a chauffeur situation. I was in a chauffeur situation, and That's weird. it was at the beginning. Like, did you say I, something? I did know that it was kind of weird, but like, I was already on the road okay. and moving, cool, so cool, cool. you know, That's how he, okay. Okay. like, you know. So I make it back, and we make it back to my place. That's where we hang for a bit. That's where my parents actually get to meet both of them for the first time. Mm-hmm. And my mom's all like, "Hey, I'm gonna leave out names for." obvious reasons but (laughs) you're like hey such and such um we're happy to host you here 
like we'll like we'll take care of you as the storm passes. I talked to yeah. I like I talked to your yeah. parents. I made sure that yes. Oh, can we like? <laughs> I know you don't want you want to protect the names. Can we like do like Massachusetts one and Miami boy two or something like that? Just to, yeah. I'm, so Booker so Raton got dropped off. Booker Raton got dropped off. So it's Miami boy and, Massachusetts. and Massachusetts, Massachusetts Mass girl. Mass so my mom's going to Mass girl and you know. Hey, we're gonna be as accommodating as possible to the point where, like, hey, you get my son's room. Basically, I'm still salty about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still really I mean, salty about that. Granted, 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 granted. This yeah. is like that is like respectful. It is accommodating. Like, you know, she gets the actual bed, like the nice bed, and uh, her own bathroom, and her own bathroom, and things like that. So I understand that. I'm still salty, but I understand that. Yeah. Now. <laughs> The other, like, Miami dude goes home, his parents come in, say hello, and they take him back. It's at around this point in time where, you know, she's getting to work on things. Like, well, I really phrase that. I phrase that horribly. Homework. Homework, like schoolwork. So she's getting to work on things. She's being real silent. And this is actually a very important point. We barely spoke at all. Like When you were in your own home. In my own home. In your in your room, and yeah, in my room, like you guys did not I we did, we barely spoke mm-hmm. at all mm-hmm. okay. for any reason, unless it was like to ask where something was, which I guess it's fair. It's a new place, but it's a new person. Yeah. New person, yeah. I mean, we just met. It was more. This is more like an emergency situation. It's not like I'm inviting her home for any other reason. But casual conversation is casual conversation. I tried. <laughs> no, I'm saying like in yeah. terms of the but situation. I but I so. feel like, but I feel like with um, people your age, it's harder for you guys to have in-depth conversation. That's understandable. So like, it's a social awkwardness and things like that. Yeah, but it was still, as it's you said, okay. awkward. She's not talking to anyone. But you know, if she's not like, if she's not like trained, like not trained, but if she doesn't do that when she where she came from, well, social we awkwardness. Um, Apparently, she was really friendly. <laughs> no, sorry. I was going to say something else, but my adultness caught me. I didn't say it, but continue. So, first day is going, you know, whatever. It's at this point where there's something I actually neglected to say earlier. (laughs) No, no, no. Not say it. Because Miami dude, right? Because we're both from Miami, of course, we talk shop about, you know, places that we go to eat, places where we usually hung out. Turns out, despite the fact that we went to schools that are like, what, four miles from each other? and lived 10 minutes away, we went to radically different places on our off time. So I told him about this sub shop, whatever. You know, I said, okay, hey, um, since you're down here and you're all, all over there, I'll take the three of you to see this sub place because I'm not, not no capping, it's very good. Mm-hmm. So I take him there and after that, that's the first time we head back to his house because basically at this point in the story, both of the houses are open, sort of. Okay. Like, he could come over to ours, or we could go over to his. His house was actually closer at that point in time, yeah. so we went over to his. And the girl's talking now, but whatever Miami boys around, she talks. Talks. Like, it's all three of y'all just chilling. Oh, no, not to me. <laughs> she talks wow. all the Pretty much, unless she, like, wants to ask me a question about the area. So even when he's there, he's, when, even when he's there, even when it's all three of you, she doesn't really talk to you at all. No. That's okay. funny. So, and she didn't give you gas money for the trip down. But she gave you- me, like... 10 bucks Woo! which isn't bad because my tank is like 30 so amongst the three people 10 10 10 does she plan on going back or uh, that was the we'll, we'll, we'll get to that we'll get to that we'll get to that we're just not there yet yeah I'm not there yet we're going we're, we take care of the sub place we go back to his and that's when you know we're hanging out we're watching TV and even you know 
even when we're there, it's just the three of us. It's just those two off on their own on the couch while I'm sitting on the other side. Not even on the other side. I'm sitting, like, granted next to them. Because right. I'm like, hey, maybe this won't be so weird. And then it got weird very quickly. Okay. So, you know, they're hanging out. They're doing things like that. I At least I feel it's not, like, my place or my problem to be like, hey, what you guys are doing is mad weird. Stop that. But at the same time, I also kind of want to go home. Right, you want to... Like, I want to, like, I just... I just got back to Miami. I'd rather at least spend a bit of time in my own house. So I'm like, okay, I'll plan, I'll plan on going home in like 15 minutes, whatever, whatever. And that's when I get a text from my mom asking me to do the same thing. Like, hey, come home. We'll talk when you get there. And I'm like, okay, sure. I go to her and I'll be like, hey, my mom wants me home. Are you planning on coming? You know, seeing as she's staying there. And she's like, no, 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 it's all right. I think I'll just stay here for a bit and he'll, like Miami guy will drop me off after a while. And I'm like, okay, sure. I go home. This is the first mistake, by the way. I go home and I make it in and my mom's all like, oh, hey, where is she? I say, not here. She's at the other dude's house. And that's when I received a pretty bad dressing down. <laughs> like, a dressing down. I do it's call it a dressing down. Is that a problem? I've heard. <laughs> I love it. But it was it wasn't it wasn't a good conversation. It wasn't a nice conversation. Oh. My mom and I were not on good terms, at least for like those that 30, 45 seconds. <laughs> and <laughs> that's when I realized like, you know, she has to be home because her parents entrusted her to us. So the fact that she's at this other dude's house, no bueno. We can't do that. They actually literally had conversation, both parents about her coming and staying with them. So it's like, um, it's like I'm this is, responsible this is like for the safety of Under normal yeah. circumstances, yeah. it would not be my problem. But yeah, this is like, like binding at there. this point. So I figure out, hey, this dude, like that second car in his driveway is not his. He can't take her back. So I have to go back and get him. I told my mom about that. I'm like, hey, you want me to go back and get him? She's like, yes, go him, her, go back and get her. I go back, I get her, I bring her home. And that's the end of that day. Now, Second day comes around. He okay, invites. Yeah. So, you you talk to your mom. Should I go back and get her? Mom says yes. So then you text her. You call yeah, her. Yeah, I let her know that I'm coming back. He said, "Oh, I'm gonna come get you right now." Yeah. And she said, "Okay, so no struggle." No, no, no struggle in this okay. specific case. No. Okay. I go back. I wait out on the driveway for a bit. I let her know that I'm here. I ring the doorbell. Takes a few minutes. Doesn't matter. She comes out. I go home. You now, guys are not talking, so. Really not. No. <laughs> so. She, the only real question she did, she did ask me is like, hey, how were things with your mom? And I'm like, not okay, actually, but it's fine. That's That was my mistake. Like, knowing I, sh I know my mom. I should have known that, like, something like this would happen. That's not your fault. The very next day, he invites us over for dinner again, and I'm like, okay, you know what? Maybe, maybe that was a one-time thing. Maybe that was a fluke, whatever. I go over. We have lunch. It was actually lunch or something. But now, at this point in time, it's dawned on me that, like, as long as I'm in this situation, granted, I'm 18. If I wanted to leave, I really could have. Right. However, in this situation with both her parents and mine, I have to be with her. Right, that's what like, the agreement is. That, that's what the agreement was. She knows this, like we, ha we talked about this and everything. However, apparently, despite the fact that we talked about this, that didn't stop her from staying there for seven hours anyway. She just doesn't care. Seven hours? Seven room? whole hours just sitting there cuddling with him and making out and things like that. <laughs> while I just had to so, sit in the living room because I can't just say, hey, let's just get up and leave. Of course, I made hints, but she's like, nah, it's okay. We can just stay here for a bit. 
despite the fact that like she knows what happened originally. She knows why I can't do that. However, as long as she's out, I have to be there with her. And I can't just refuse like to take her somewhere, depending on where it is. Like if, if she's somewhere that she needs to go, like say a supermarket to like pick up hygiene products or like whatever, in this case, she's here. She's all wrapped up with him. She doesn't want to leave. Her therefore, I'm, yeah, I'm her host. Therefore, I can't leave. Mm-hmm. So I sit here for seven hours, third wheeling horribly. Mm-hmm. And it gets to a point where, like, I'm on a call with my mom. We start arguing again. And that's when I basically have enough. I just say, listen, I understand that you guys got something going on here, but you no. on your own time. Like, no, I'm, I'm done. We're leaving. Like, we, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do about that. So, I take her back again. Did she argue with you, or was there a conversation, or was there? It was like a, it was like a small argument, like, hey, are you sure you gotta go? And I'm like, yes, mm-hmm. you were there last time. You fully understand why mm-hmm. I have to leave. We go back. My mom's all like, oh, hey, you brought her back this time, but why were you out for so you long? brought her back this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you brought her back this time, but why are you out for so long? And I'm like... Well, I, I realize that doesn't translate in audio, but I'm shrugging heavily right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're sitting there, we're talking, and it's at around this point where my mom's all like, hey, if she wants to stay there all the time, why didn't she go with him to begin with? And that's the question. That's the very question. That's a very question. valid question. It's the question I asked even before we left. I'm like, hey, where are you staying? Are you staying at his house or mine? And she said mine because that's what her parents agreed on, even though... That was not what she, I guess, not what she wanted. So if she had to stay at my house, she would rather spend as much time as possible over at his because they are, I Interested they in are to get, yes. Mm-hmm. So I was straight up with her. I'm like, hey, listen, I'm, I'm not dumb. Like, this is very obvious. I'm not your personal chauffeur either. I refuse to keep doing this. So if you really want to spend time with her, spend time with him, then just get out of my house and go spend time with him. You can call your parents, have them arrange to like, you know, have you transferred over to that house. And she said she'd do that. My mom went and had, had a talk with her, things like that, whatever. The very next morning, well, like clockwork, not clockwork, but like, as expected, she was gone. Um. You missed the part. Your mom told her yes, that to true. call um, her parents right. to let her right know yeah. that this she is wasn't staying at their For her place. parents to call your mom. Yeah. yeah. That's, I did forget that part. That's true. So my mom, after I spoke with her, my mom went in and said, listen, okay, you want to move over to the other house, and that's okay. Um, she asked for a few reasons as to why she wanted to leave. Most of them were, eh. Like, what honestly. Was, what, what did she say? Oh, you know. Well, the only one that was true was um, that I was getting a bit upset of, like, you know, getting yelled at every time, which is true. But the other ones were like, <laughs> hey. So she complained about gas money, mother like, to gas your mo- mother. Pretty much. Um, gas money, oh, she doesn't want to waste my time, even though she did for maybe a solid 15 hours at this point. You know, things like that. However, the real reason is, hey, I want to go be with my mans. Mm-hmm. So my mom goes and is like, okay, that's fine by us. Just let your mother know that you're transferring house because I want to have confirmation of this, make, you know, to keep, take care of all technical, like liability things, stuff like that. She's gone the next morning and that's when we figure out she never actually told her mom at all. She just skipped over to this man's house. Cause your mom never received the call. My mom never received the call, skipped over to this man's house. Mm-hmm. Skipped mom, over. <laughs> yeah, skipped over. 
like to this man's house and like she left in the night or something. No, no, like they came and picked her up. Oh. However, her parents, all the way up in Massachusetts, were not aware of that. Okay. Like granted she's eighteen, but the only reason she came down here in the first place, the only reason that I like had to deal with all of that is because of the agreement between our parents. I understand. So Miami guy and his mom comes down, picks picks him up, picks him up, whatever, and they head off. And that's when my mom was like, hey, I never received a call from her mom, so I'm going to contact her instead. Contact the mother? Contact the mother. And around the same time, that's when the mother contacted my mom. They're like, oh, hey, how, how's everything going? And that's when we informed her her daughter was no longer in the house. Mm-hmm. We let her know about everything that's happening, and she's like, she's apologizing profusely. Like, oh, no, like, I didn't know, I didn't know she'd do something like that. I didn't know she'd do that. Like, granted, we give her freedom, but, like, I didn't know that she'd go that far. Mm-hmm. So... When it comes to her parents, everything's smoothed over. But when it comes to her, like, the only thing that's really happened is my time was wasted, my gas was wasted, and in general, I was just disrespected. I'm not her, post- I'm not her personal driver, I'm not her chauffeur. My job is not to take you to an appointment with your mess. You're not even a friend. I'm not even your friend. Like, she doesn't like, you she were, doesn't I was know. here, like, the only reason you were here was to escape or like to find shelter from a hurricane that was going to slap our campus. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm pretty sure it still is going to do that. Right. So if you wanted to stay at this other guy's house, just say so from the beginning. Like the real problem I have with this is she wasn't honest with me. She wasn't honest with anyone except maybe the guy. It just involved you in terms it involved of like your me. mom was just like... Yeah, like the moms were involved. Getting Every, Yeah, about everything her. wasn't like... You were involved. Like... That's that's what annoys me. Like there was a whole structure, there was a whole system. Ooh, Everybody was in- one week, and you already have your mom wilding with. Pretty much, like <laughs> there was a whole structure. There was a whole structure, a whole chain of command, as you will, like to go through it. And then she just ignored all of that, and I got screwed over because of it. So with the moms, you know, with, with the moms. So then again, what was my piece of wisdom to you last time I saw you? Right before he went to school. If there is something that you don't want to do. You are under no obligation to do it. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> on How facts. do you say that in a Haitian? Probably Feli, Feli. Get Momo. That's what you say. <laughs> when they ask you for something, you don't want to do it. That's what you tell them. So, like, and under normal circumstances, yes, that would be you the case. To However, that needed to happen. However, it did. Needed like, to it was a learning experience and a half, and I'm happy that like I got to experience it. Here, like while I'm in college, and while like the stakes aren't really too high, and honestly, rather than much later. But then, honestly, like being here with your mom gave you like the steps because you like you just said like you, you had the chance with anything like that, huh? What do you mean? Like he's never had to deal with anything. Like how would he have encountered yeah. so a situation, situation like yeah. that? So like even having like the points of like your own personal intuition as well as the the advice of what your mom your mother did by like contacting the parents making sure that they had all the information the address all of that information just to just to make sure that the hurricane you gotta protect yourself um and then having a personal conversation with another with another adult plus the the miami boy and his family there was like all of these pieces that like she put in place for you to just know like any other situation that comes and she didn't have to deal with any of it you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to deal with any of it. No one screamed at her. No one, you know, told her that this is... Not okay. Yeah, Because, like, I mean, out of everybody in Miami, none of those people are her family. Right. So, so she was just out here wilding. 
pretty much. Well, she has a right to. Like, I know, like she has a right to. She just needs to not, not waste at, people not time. at your cost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not if at, she wants to go do whatever she wants, that's, just don't do that at my house. Yeah, that's <laughs> not my problem. You can do that in any house that is not mine. Right, and so, it's good to good to define your boundaries. So, and just to piggyback on uh, what Lisa was talking about, to do what you only what you want to do, and I already told you this offline, but um, yeah, you gotta have like what you want to do and stick with that because the environment will always try to change that up. So you'll never like you'll just find yourself doing things for other people all the time, and you'll just hate yourself for that. It's better to stick with what you want to do if people feel some type of way about that. That's cool, fine, but like it's there's no issue. People, some people won't get hurt. Some people just be like, I, I like your percentage. You have a percentage that you say. Okay, and I'll, I'll I'll go through that whole percentage thing now. Um, you've heard this from somewhere that basically, like out of all the people that you interact with, there's twenty five percent of people that legit fuck with you no matter what you do. They could like disrespect them and they'll still just fuck with you. Like they just they legit. Uh, about like they have your back no matter what. There's twenty five percent. Yeah, they just value person, you as a person. Values, yeah, they understand the your tributes here, like of who you are, and your bad, the yeah. positive and negative like, of you. Everything like, clicks. Everything's no matter, easy. Yeah. You're all good. You guys can have a conversation about like anything that may happen, right. but like yeah, they they will always have your back. But mm-hmm. there's another twenty five percent of people that's out there that legit. Well, no matter what you do, they just hate you. They despise you. You represent everything that they. They hate. They could be racist. They, might, they don't like skinny people. They don't like black people. No matter what, like they don't like people with black hair that wears Tall sweatpants. People. It doesn't matter. Like they, no matter what you would do, you could give them money. <laughs> everything you, you are. Right right now. Poor people. Everything I'm wearing. <laughs> like no black matter, socks. They're like because you have black socks on. Like there's yeah. no way in this universe that no like, they're gonna fuck yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, period. And then, and then there's 50% of the rest of the 50% that's kind of in the middle where like depending on situations they can either fuck with you or not fuck with you so let's say um, you out buying McDonald's and you decide to buy the food from the person behind you they'll be like alright bet cool this guy's a cool person they start fucking with you situation will turn the environment will turn to them actually being your friend and being down for you other times they'll be like think of close family member probably got killed or something where they're now like you know what fuck the next person I see they see you I bet now they don't <laughs> fuck with you no more like it, it's just like there's like throughout like situations that happens people will either fuck with you or not fuck with you and that's a 50% what I say is to do what you need to do do what you want to do and hit as your goals as long as you're not harming any other person that's a thing as long as it doesn't harm another person yeah like I'm, the way I say like, oh do what I want to, what you want to do like if you want to if, if your whole clique wants to go to the movies and you're like you know what I don't want to see this movie right. I'm out you don't you're have to harming feel anyone. like out of your group of friends right. like there will be some of those people who are like yeah I knew this nigga was a fuck nigga anyways fuck this guy Flaky. yeah there'll be a group of people that'll be like alright bet it's all good deuces there'll be some that's like it all like oh I really would want to watch the movie with <laughs> but you doing what you need to do one you start to see that 25% of people that fuck with you that much quicker and from there you know okay I fuck with these people too so I'm gonna be like they have my back and I'm gonna have theirs it's clearer to see that two you see the people that you don't that don't fuck with you and that's all 100% cool you keep it moving but it 
you go to sleep at night every night, be able to say like, okay, I'm going towards my path. I'm doing what I need to do. I'm doing what I want to do, and I'm happier for it. You just feel just a sense of happiness and accomplishment. With this situation, the way I interject this within this, the main issue, the main lesson learned is you sit in there for seven hours or four hours at a time at man's house where you don't really want to be there. The whole environment tells you you got to be there. Your mom is telling you you got to be there. Legit, you do what you need to do. I mean, you did what you, you, you ended up kind of being like, hey, you know, my mom's right here and this is who I value. This is what I need to be doing. These are my boundaries. I'm leaving. And you told her, which was really good, you know, in that space. A lot of people can't even speak up for themselves the whole way through. It would have been the whole hurricane season, driven the girl back up and everything. Right. That would have been me maybe at the age of 18. I'm not going to lie. You kind of spoke up for yourself. You know, and it sucks that the situation had to even occur the way it did, but, you know, you had the support that you needed to kind of handle it in the best way possible. As best I could. And I, I, I kind of like to, um, and this is all stuff that like, I try to do, do in my life. Sometimes I succeed, sometimes I fail. But I, like, there's a book out there, I've got the author's name, it's about rational honesty. Which basically is like, yo, be 100% with everybody all the time, even if it's like, oh, some shit that they don't want to hear. Granted, it sucks because you will, um, like, hurt people's feelings a few times, a lot of the times. But at that same time, you will be able to, um, you'll be able to, that like, granted, you hurt people's feelings some of the times because you're 100% real with them. But at that same time, one, you have a clean conscience. And two, they know that they can fuck with you because you're not, like, bullshitting with them. So a lot of times we have bad interactions with people because you're like, I bet this is what they said, but do they really mean this? Or is this what they're actually trying to say? Or is it something underneath current with it? If you're legit 100% with people, bet, boom you'll be able to understand. And let's say, for instance, for her, if she was 100% with you, you'd be able to be like, oh, you basically want to go all the way down to Miami to get this dick from this other dude. Ah, okay, that's what it is. Cool. Like, everything will be, like, plan this out, stay at his crib. From right off rip will be gangster. If, let's say, like, after the first hour and a half, you're being third real, and you're like, okay, I'm not really feeling this. Radical honesty come up to them like, yo, bet, I'm not having a good time, I'm dipping. Okay, my mom says that you gotta come with me. Guess you gotta come with me. Like, yeah, You're staying at my house tonight. Exactly. (laughs) Like, it sucks for her, it sucks for them, it's a tough that she doesn't want to hear. she needs to make other arrangements. It sucks that you had to make other arrangements for her. Exactly. Like, if that came out, if he's like, okay, this is what I want to do, then it's up to her to see, okay, what does she want to do? So for her, if she's legit, oh, I still want to be about dealing with this dude and being in this guy's crib, yeah. now she makes those steps to do what she needs to do. Right. Then, and then because everybody is bad like that. But you know what? It goes to say that I feel like we come from a very good foundation that you have the resources and able to help you maneuver through this and clearly she does not because she didn't handle this in the best way. But it's a learning experience for everybody. This is what of course, college but is about. Like, you know, we're to talking really, I fuck people over too, not knowing so back in college. Mm-hmm. Now knowing, oh, fuck. Like, afterwards knowing, of course, okay. it's a learning experience, but I'm just saying, like, we should be, I'm grateful for the, the foundation and, and, and the knowledge that we have available to us. 
because it could have turned out completely different. It could have been a completely different situation, you know, and I don't want to get into it, but I had some crazy, freshman year I had crazy roommates and things went down and cops were involved and it was, it was a lot. It was very heavy and I think the biggest thing I learned was that I wasn't assertive enough. I didn't stand up for myself and my communication was horrible. But, you know, yeah, I live and I learn, but I would have rather not have dealt with that, you know, like that's all learned from, you know, my upbringing, but still like that's, that's something like maybe that would have been handled differently if I had maybe approached other people about, hey, this is what's really going on. This is how I, you know, I want to deal with it and whatever. But it's always good to kind of be like, okay, the situation could have been worse in however many ways and you dealt with it the best way you knew how. And you learn from that. So I thought this was a, a really good kind of story to start to off start on. the new year. Yeah, it's, it's a new uh, school's in session, despite the For me, <laughs> For what? For me, at least. Well, yeah, it's, it's great. Me. Like, True. honestly, this is just the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> Adulting is real. <laughs> you are going to be a scam. Yeah. I, my biggest petty peeve is stupid people. So you're going to deal with a lot of what you may feel are stupid people. So just put okay, your just... boundaries up and you let people know what it is that you're about. And if they're not messing with you, in the right ways, then they can keep it moving and you keep it moving in your direction. Honestly, like, if I'm going to be dealing with people on campus, here or otherwise, I just, at the very least, ask, like, just don't disrespect me like that. Like, keep it real with me. Do not disrespect me. And if you see what's going on, this is a direct call out, but if you see what's going on, you knew what happened the first time and you let it happen again, I understand that you have your priorities, but I'm not going to forget that. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, I, it's a I don't accept that character. in my like in my situation from my point of view I don't accept that and if you want me to continue fucking with you like that then it's just not gonna happen. So let me tell you like one life lesson I learned in college right. So the difference between being Captain Saveho and being <laughs> and and being and, and not right the difference between that and being and being a kind person. When there's an emergency situation, when someone's in danger, when someone's you know need in need of help, the difference is you only you should only give as much as you're comfortable giving and not being able to see that right. I use it for loans. I use it for if you need a ride somewhere. You can only give as much as you're comfortable. So if you're if you were comfortable with going there, if we're gonna go up to the house, I'm only gonna be over there for about an hour, hour and a half. To be honest with you, like you have to be upfront and honest, like Bo was saying, being radically honest about what you're comfortable with. And make that clear where you stand, and after that, everything else will work itself out. Because other people, once you once you're clear where you stand, after that, it's either they're gonna respect it or not. So it's so you can't. She has she's completely unaware that she disrespected you because she wasn't clear to her where your line was, what you were comfortable with. Because there are some people that would have no problem just sitting there for twelve hours, fifteen hours, while their friend gets it on in the room over there. You know, like some people are cool with that. So, and, and some people are okay with taking advantage or stepping on other people's toes like that. So if somebody's stepping on your toes, you gotta say something. You gotta push them off. You gotta stay. You gotta have to. You have to if somebody's not gonna respect you, you have to show. You have to make them respect you. You know what I mean? So um, yeah, man, can't be happy table over. Mm-hmm. But I I would say like I do respect truly hugely respect the uh, like, again giving your 
like his, all those people same, right yeah like giving the the miami dude and the girl especially the girl so i could only imagine how it is when like you're away from the family for the first time you got nobody and right now you gotta like just go to a shelter and that's how she literally treated the person though that tells you about the I person's a hundred but that's all way in life you're gonna be dealing with fuck bitches and fuck bitches right but i'm saying like, in my saying, household i'm trying to bring this around for the okay, haitian but, way Malinvisaye—that's what that's called. Malinvis is with the definition of what happened. Out of character move right there. That was an assimilation. That was an assimilation move. That was an assimilation move. Exactly. That's that's definitely an assimilation. That's being assimilated. Because you're preparing to call a
Real shit. We're not going over that long. My mom don't want it. I don't want it. It's not happening. Like, this is what we're going to do. And she's, she, the second day doesn't happen. She, yeah, know? she could have just been like, you know what? It would have been best just for me to, like, stay with him instead of going back. And I wish she said that the first time because I did ask her. Yeah, but yeah. she was. She everybody, was everybody at that point in time, she didn't know that you weren't gonna be yeah, the yeah, down person because she thought that like everybody because of the experience, because of the fact that both of your parents were involved, she thought that like you would be the down person and like not like lying her and she can just do whatever she wants. So you could leave her there for the whole the whole hurricane experience and not. Have and to, that's like, just not about. how a Haitian family functions. Granted, I spent a while like you know I guess outside not outside of the family. Although I did, because you know history. But there was, I spent a good portion of time like distancing, distancing myself from like our fam, not our family, but like like our family traditions, what we stand for, who we are. Because I'm not gonna lie, my immediate family was always distant. Mm-hmm. So all I had was my mom and my dad to fall back on. Not even my brothers, because they were out and sister, but they were out, you know, do, off doing their own thing. So I'm yeah. like, hey. Maybe I can let my guard down a bit. Maybe I can be a bit different. But this situation has taught me, like, hey, it doesn't even matter at that point. Like, yeah, those aren't the people you want it's to not even in like, your circle. True. And it's not even like, oh, this is a Haitian family thing, even though it is 100%. But it's like, just don't let people disrespect you like that. Don't let people, like, push you around. Don't let people do you in like that. Because in the end, the only person who's really getting hurt is you until you stand up. Yeah. After that, it's no longer your problem. Because your privileges are taken away. Mm-hmm. Not, not hers. Not hers. Not hers. Exactly. Even if even if I even if I was grounded for off ground. Yeah, you still get grounded. My mom like that. But <laughs> <laughs> do not leave your dorm room after eight PM for a week. And you're like as, as long as I am under that roof, my mom could probably do whatever she wants. As long as she's paying for you know, anything of yours. Yeah. But like, you are can be grounded three hundred miles away, however far away you are. So pretty much. So like at the end, two hundred seventy. <laughs> so in the end like honestly i i don't know about these people anymore like i thought that we would be good yeah. they're but just associates you just keep them they're just, yeah, just keep them around like, there's gonna be more experiences with different people that are gonna be amazing yeah, yeah. There's, I already, there's already a few people. You might not even see. It's well, insane how college happens. You might not even see friends. any of these Ever people that you'll again. like from freshman year. Friends are gone. But his school well, is yeah. much smaller. Yeah, and there are like a few people that are already like you know. They have like one group. room that that yeah. guy goes into when they play. Like, there's like a chill room. There's like a chill room. Like you know, there's on my. It's on my floor, so it's easy to get. Yeah, but you'll have to be close with him. I know. Literally, just be like, um, and don't. I, 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 but I am. School guys. Like, they don't. But I am in this case. Like the guy who, who like, was in that room. I know him. Right. Like we talked even before we got we got right. there. So like that group, like it's a small, close knit group, and then like you know the rooms opened up to other people. Right. But in that case, it's not like I hey I trust him with my life yet I only know him in person for like a week, right. but he is further along. I respect him a lot more than these two uh, individuals uh-huh. that I brought down home mistakenly. So, yeah. you know. And just, you're going to keep meeting people, honestly. You're going to keep meeting people. It doesn't have to be like this group. I remember I was stuck on one group. Uh, I should have branched out. Should have, yeah. um, Another funny thing that you did is like you realize like the type of people that you want to bring home to like your parents' house or even to like your, your own space. Like in mm-hmm. a sense, like you... You want to vet people out a little bit more 
before yeah, they come. this was an emergency situation. Yeah. Like, you know, hurricane and stuff. But, but, like, I think this was just a really good experience what? for you just to, like, vet people and really find your own your own intuition when it comes to people, like, their moves, their actions. Like, you can, you can continue to, like, replay what happened, but it's just, like, what were their... their they're the cues that you know that you're like, ah, I'm not going like... like, you know, in this case, there wasn't much time per se. However, this does provide, like... No, Before we left. Yeah. But, like, in this case, like, prep time, there wasn't too much, but this is, like, a very good lesson to learn. Like, in the future, whenever I come home, whenever I do anything, wherever I go, like, just pay attention. Like, I need to pay attention. Like, pay attention to who I'm with, Who's be around self-aware. Me. Be self-aware. That absolutely. is the best thing that you like to learn. Once I became more self-aware, it is amazing. You can determine your decisions based off how you feel, not by how anyone else feels. How do you feel? Does this feel right to you? Is this? Are your senses acting up? Like, pay attention to that because that's what it felt right at first, and then and as the trip went on, it went the lower, way, the lower, way, lower, and then right. Just went and around. you didn't lose much. Except you literally. <laughs> You literally just learn a lesson, yeah, you learn lesson. and you and you keep yeah. moving. This isn't anything to be like, you know, I don't know, ashamed or whatever. Right. Like, this is a this is like a, a stepping stone. But yeah, like self awareness is the most amazing tool that I suggest. I think that's how we're gonna wrap it up. Yeah. Thank you guys Thank for you being guys on for the first here. episode back. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. And we're gonna wish. Our cousin Wade, um, a safe trip back once the, the hurricane is out, and definitely look for those links um, to donate. Um, we are familiar with the ravage that a hurricane can cause uh, to a, a country, so definitely look for those links. We love you guys. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it.